Welcome to Bluff City Bets, a Bluff City Media podcast. Join Daniel Greer and Chase Bobbitt as they give their plays of the day and strategies for success as a sports better. Now, let's get to the show. All right, we are Bluff City Bets. We're here to make you just a, a little bit smarter and make your cash go a little bit farther. I am your host, Daniel Greer, and we're going to have a show coming out each and every Thursday just for you. And my co-host, the guy next to me, wait, the other way, it's going to be Chase Bobbitt. What's up, man? What's up? How are you doing? Excited to finally be be doing this, get the recordings going. Grizzlies are unfortunately done now, so we get to focus on on some other bets now. So excited to be here. Yeah, man, I am excited. This has been in the in the works for a while, a, a good bit, and so we're finally able to get this going. And we have a lot of news that we want to share. We're not going to share it just yet. Uh, we have a little bit, but uh, starting in June, some things will change. But we're going to get some episodes out. We're going to crank these out uh, each and every Thursday. So we record behind the scenes a little bit. We record on Wednesday nights. We're going to edit, get this out to you on Thursdays. And the reason we chose Thursdays for simple fact. Football is king. And so we're going to make sure we get you our freshest content right at the edge of the NFL and the uh, NCAA football. So Thursday, and then you have Friday night, then you have Saturday, then you have Sunday, and then Monday. Yeah, we want to be ahead of that. And so we're going to be make sure uh, we're giving you our best stuff, very fresh coming out Thursday. Uh, because the NBA, it, it never stops, really. Uh, Major League Baseball never stops. And soccer, which we will cover as well. That's year-round, pretty much. And so we're going to be hitting on a lot of stuff, but those are going to be our, our main sports that we're going to be covering. It's going to be basketball, baseball, football, and soccer. Uh, and so me and Chase will make sure we give our expertise on those. I am not an expert at all of those, and neither is Chase. But we're going to help each other, and we'll bring on people that might be. And so we're going to give you all the, the best content. We're also going to have a little fun as we get there. Uh, but Chase, before we get there, this is the inaugural episode. So Give us a little bit of background on you, you know, what you've been doing. People, obviously, they follow the Grizzlies. They know you have the play of the game over there with Bluff City Bets, but give a little bit more. Yeah, so on the just general life side, I'm actually living back in Memphis, Tennessee now. I'm originally from Orlando, Florida. Lived there pretty much my whole life. Moved up to Memphis two years ago. Worked up at FedEx there for a year. Moved back to Orlando. Um, lived there for a year, and now I'm back in Memphis. So I've kind of been wow. jumping back and forth <laughs> with different jobs. Now I'm finally settled back in Memphis. Um, a weird thing because when you're in Florida, obviously betting is not legal there in terms of the sports books, so it makes it a you know a bit more difficult. So now being back in in Tennessee, that's definitely a luxury. But, um, but yeah, played college soccer growing up, or played soccer growing up. Played college soccer was the end of my soccer career. So that's kind of the soccer background there. That's my main sport, and then just. My family's all from Memphis, so I've been following all Memphis sports since. Uh, that's how I became, you know, a big Grizzly fan and Tiger fan. So, so yeah, that's kind of where, where it got me here. And then interviewed for the – at the time was um, Grizzly Bear Blues for the mm. Grizzly Bear Bets, now Bluff City Bets. And I did my game day podcast. And then on top of that, the play of the game series for the Grizzlies for the whole season. So, yeah, no, uh, no, that's awesome. And, and honestly – the, the Grizzlies content is not going to stop, right? We'll probably actually add to it throughout the year. Uh, but this is going to cover all sports. It's going to be year-round. We're going to make sure we're giving uh, these episodes that are going to be coming out. Uh, but the Grizzly stuff is going to be on top of that. So we'll keep everything uh, as you already know. So if you follow Chase and it's during the season, nothing will change on that. This is just adding to it, right? We're just going to keep piling on more information and more stuff to you. 
Uh, but a little bit of background on me is uh, I'm from Memphis, uh, born and raised, a uh, huge Grizzlies fan. Uh, I'm not a big Tigers fan. And so, really? uh, but, but we're going to cover all local sports as well, especially betting, right? We're going to make sure we hit on those. Uh, and so if you are a Memphis Tigers fan, I have a lot of friends who are. Uh, we'll make sure we hit on a lot of that content. I think that's going to be important. Uh, but yeah, I'm born and raised here, and I kind of was with the, the lead sports media, and we opened up a, uh, you know, I guess bet the lead is what I I, I called it in a sense. Uh, we had a Discord channel. We had a lot of people follow me over there, and so had the opportunity to bring uh, my podcast, Grizz that I want, over to Bluff City, Bluff City Media uh, and kind of joined over here with you at Bluff City Bets. And so uh, been betting for however long it's been active here in, in Tennessee. Uh, and so had a lot of fun. I've learned a lot. And so I want to now share a little bit more of my knowledge that I've learned and also just kind of, you know, make some money with everybody. And it'll be a lot of fun. We're going to create a community here. That's my biggest thing is cre creating the community. There's going to be ups and downs. So you got to ride with it and, and find value without, you know, always, always cashing the bets. And, and from there, um, being able to enjoy it regardless, since I'm in a bit of a, uh, a cold streak right now myself. So I think I'm sure you know how that feels. So <laughs> weirdly enough, I won't pat myself on the back too much, but I, I absolutely killed the Yankees game today. Uh, I think I swept the board completely. It was a, it was a huge game for me. And so uh, if you want to get that content, you got to go over and be a, um, a Bluff City Insider, Bluff City Media Insider. Uh, it's $5 a month. We can take 10% off. Um, I, do we have a code yet for that, Chase? It is code BCM bets, I believe. Okay. Okay, either BCM bets or BC bets. I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure it's BCM bets. Either way, uh, we'll make sure we're on that. Like I said, this is our first one. We have all the information that is coming to, but we're going to make sure we give you the code uh, and make sure from now on you will have it. Uh, we'll double check that after the, this show is over. Uh, but yeah, make sure you go up and be a, a, a Bluff City Media Insider and you can just come on and it's $5 a month, right? I promise you, we'll win you more than $5 a month. That's my goal. That's my that's my honest. That's what I hope my promise to you, uh, because I don't do this for free. Right. I'm, I'm not just going out there and give my money to Vegas and all the bookies. And uh, yeah, not doing that. So we're going to make sure we win you some money. All right. Let's get into the first thing. And today is going to be uh, a little bit of hitting on some small segments to kind of get everybody introduced to us and the way we're going to do things. Plus, I kind of want to get used to this because this is a new uh, rundown for us. Uh, but we're going to go around the league and talk about maybe some games that we're looking at, things to watch out for, whether it's a certain series, going a certain uh, number of games. Because, you know, for example, a 3-1 series, that fifth game is important, right? Sometimes you want to stay away because it could be a blowout uh, on either side. That game fives are always difficult. So share a little information like that. Uh, from there, we're going to give you a, a little bit of taste of either your bad beats or we're going to give you some big cash. So I had a big cash today. I'm going to share that. Uh, from there is we're going to keep going and just kind of give you a little bit of what we're doing, what our plays are, what we're thinking, uh, and some of the different in the various uh, leagues around. Uh, and from there, we'll hit on our official plays and then we'll get out of here. So you ready to get going around the league? Let's do it. All right, around the league, anything that you have on topic that might be something to watch out for? Any storylines that it could affect the betting lines that uh, might be important for the people? Um, I mean, this 76ers Celtics series is the one that I'm obviously eyeing. Just well, now you've seen the All NBA teams come out, and now Boston has two All NBA guys, you know, on the same 
team um, and kind of that that whole dynamic between Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. And now I've seen a lot recently. I mean, you've seen the the Celtics go from basically the highs to the highs and being praised as this young, promising team. But even before that, before they made their finals run, I was hearing Jalen Brown to Memphis trade mm-hmm. rumors, at least kind of sprinkled in there. So, you know, how those two now, I think the Celtics are really at a do or die point where, I mean, both these guys are now eligible for the Supermax. And you wouldn't think that they would break up per se but i do think that if they end up getting knocked out in six games to the 76ers um especially with joel Embiid being out to start that series i think that's really going to start have making conversations come up about whether or not and i don't agree with it but i do think that's going to really that narrative is really going to start to be pushed if jason tatum and jalen brown are you know fall short yet again um so i'm just looking at how that kind of plays into it. I, I think they are more than capable of, of coming back and winning the series I don't think Philly's great. Um, I think I don't trust James Harden. I don't trust Joel Embiid. Granted, up to this point, they've really, you know, at least this playoffs, they haven't shown anything to suggest that I shouldn't trust them. But I just think history is going to repeat itself in this sense. And I say all that to say I do like Boston plus 154 to win the series. Mm. So obviously you need them to steal a game in Philly and then go back to Boston and win game seven. But I do think that that and they are a favorite in game six in philadelphia so you're getting yeah. a road favorite there but i do like the value at plus one 154 for the celtics i think they're just a better team i think al horford to an extent obviously there's no stopping joel mb but i think he's kind of figured something out to contain him and you know play that the best he can but yeah i just think that that dynamic between tatum and brown is just going to be very interesting um looking at that kind of down the stretch yeah, and that, and that series in particular, like it's been crazy. Like they both won a, a home and, and road in the first four games, uh, and then the fifth game is in Boston, right? And then they and then Philadelphia comes in and then beats them in Boston, dude. That's that that has been a crazy matchup. Uh, Tyrese Maxey going off last game was was nuts. I actually had his under on his points. He blew that way out of the water. And so I'm going to stay away from it. Usually it seems high. Usually when I see a maxi prop, and it's normally what sits at like 17 and a half, 18 and a half is normally what I see it at. And that seems high for a guy who's the third option, um, sometimes the fourth of Tobias Harris is on. But, I mean, the biggest thing in this series is the whole – we've seen both extremes of James Harden, which is just – I mean, we've seen the 45-point games. We've seen 12-point games. So it's really, you know, whether or not his body holds up, whether or not he's just (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> feels good that day. It's a strange thing with James Harden. Um, and that's where my hesitancy is in putting any kind of money behind the 76ers. Yeah. You just don't know what you're going to get. So that's yeah. why I like Boston. Dude, it's so difficult. Um, you're coming down to these last games and uh, looking at, you know, Thursday, Friday, you know, is that's really, there's no games on Saturday. Okay. If for some odd reason we get this, this is a blessing. Three game sevens on Sunday. Now, that has nothing to do with betting for the simple fact. It's just going to be a lot of fun. I have oh, no yeah. clue what I would do on any lines on or on any games. But if I'm looking at the Lakers-Warriors, which is going – they're playing right now. So that, that series could be pretty much all wrapped up um, if, if for some reason the Lakers do win tonight. But the Warriors are able to come back, right? And they're coming down from 3-1. Three, three, and they're able to come back and win. And this is a game seven in Golden State. I, I don't know what the line is, but if it's if it's four and a half or less, I'm hammering that for the Warriors because game seven in Golden State, that that's that's beautiful, right? That's 
but just giving us three game sevens would be a magic, magic. Oh, yeah. We would be on our couch all day and it would be <laughs> best day of the year. But I, from Golden State's perspective, and I see already they're up to a nine point lead to start the game. I mean, they're going to come out, you would assume, and you, you touched on it earlier, how game five kind of in 3 1 series, a lot of times you do see a blowout. Um, I would expect that. And people could wake up tomorrow and listen to this podcast and laugh at us for saying that. <laughs> but that's just kind of the, the risk we run. But I mean, Golden State. You, until they prove us otherwise, I'm definitely going to always side with them. Yeah. And the Lakers, I mean, they've left a sour taste in my mouth with with what happened with Memphis. Um, and just in general, if anyone follows me on Twitter, I think it's it's not hard to tell that I just don't really like the Lakers. Um, but I think that assuming we get a game six, it's going to I think that's going to be a tough one for Golden State. And obviously the Lakers are not going to want to come back to San Francisco and be in that environment for a game seven. But like you said, if it's anything less than four and a half, I would be all over Golden State. I, they've done it too many times. Um, I trust right. their guys a lot more. Anthony Davis can be the best player on the court, but similar to James Harden, he, he just can take 10 shots. I think he took, what, 10 or 11 shots um, one of the last two games. So it's just you never really know with, with injuries or it seems like his motivation or whether or not the Lakers want to even play through him. Yeah. Yeah, you never know about that. Uh, let's get to baseball real quick. Uh, a little bit around the league and something I'm looking at um, is uh, two series over the weekend. And it's going to be the Rays versus the Yankees. Uh, that's actually a four-game series, right? It's going to extend all the way through the weekend. Uh, that's two teams that are very good. The Rays have been absolutely do uh, dominant this year in uh, baseball. And the Yankees are now finding their groove a little bit. Their bats are getting back. They're getting a little bit hotter. Uh, and so that's a if you're a baseball fan, that's a, a good matchup just in general. But it's also the ball should be flying a little bit. So that's a good matchup to kind of look at some hits. Uh, also, two other teams I'm looking at is the Braves and the Blue Jays. The Braves are going the right way. The Braves have been playing well. The Blue Jays have now kind of just turned the other way They're I think they're three and seven in the last 10. Uh, but the Blue Jays can absolutely just turn it on and mash. That game will be one to watch, especially with with the hitting that is surrounding those two teams the ball could be flying as well. So those are two matchups I'm looking at. Uh, and so we'll hit on that uh, a little bit later uh, in, in the show. Uh, but baseball is kind of where I've been the most right now. Basketball, usually I'm there, but right now I'm trying to pick and choose where I go. Tonight I hit on the the Julius Randle under 36 and a half PAR. Uh, that cash for me tonight. I like unders in playoff basketball. Game seven, I'm going under 100% on any majority of whatever I play. Just for it's the simple just, fact that you never know. It's very volatile. It's cagey. Guys get nervous. I mean, every every possession means so much more. And Julius Randle, I mean, makes all NBA team today and then goes Sheesh. out there and, and can't get rebounds. But, um, <laughs> but, yeah, I definitely agree. Unders and game sevens are, are the way to go. All right, talking about bad beats and big cash. Got any bad beats that you want to share with us tonight? I can just pull up my my <laughs> bet slips from the last week and I can share plenty of them um, today on the baseball side. I don't and I don't follow baseball um, too closely or really at all. I bet it just kind of to do something during the day to have on my screen. Um, and I don't even I mean, I would consider this a bad bet. Just doing some research. I did today, actually. Pirates Rockies over eight and a half. It was three, three, I believe, going into the seventh okay. and the seventh, eighth and eighth inning back to back innings. You had. Bases loaded, no outs, mm. and I think I got one run out of that. So, again, from what I know about baseball, that felt like a bad beat. Um, could be completely wrong, but to me, it felt like one. So that That's was a painful. bad beat. Um, but even worse than that, my worst one was game 
five, no, game four from the Suns Nuggets series. It was okay. a six leg parlay plus 354. Uh, the night that Jokic had 53 points, it mm. was Jokic 20 points, Booker 25, Durant 25, Booker two threes, Jokic over eight and a half assists. And then the one that I shouldn't have put in there, bought down a bunch, was Jokic 12 rebounds. He had four rebounds, which I have. He hasn't gotten that since November 9th in Indiana. And he averages, I think, 14 rebounds a game against DeAndre right. Ayton. He gets four. I've never seen anything like it. So that was one that just made me sick. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, being seven foot three or whatever, I feel like you could accidentally get at least eight. So that was that was tough. His energy was all in shooting, I promise you. Because I it was uh, I think his line was 14 and a half to open the game. Uh, was his rebound line, and so he'd hit it I, 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 every game this series. And he's he just manhandling Aiden, so you figure, uh, uh, you know, he could get 12. I bought it down just thinking it would be safe, and yeah. I think it was the longest odds of all of them, and it was the one that ended up killing me. But, yeah, he, I mean, 53 points. He, you can see he's not in the best of shape, it seems like, half the time, so I think he just put all <laughs> his energy into that. But that was that was tough to watch. You, you kind of follow the stats, like, oh, he's a little yeah. off pace, but he's fine. Yeah. And they just, Michael Porter Jr. just grabbed all of them. So that was a tough one for me. Yeah, no no doubt. Uh, two that I saw, and if you want to follow it all on um, on Pickett, P-I-K-K-I-T, uh, it's what I usually track all my stuff on. Uh, you can go in there, and uh, we'll get something together where you could actually go in there and put the, a code in, uh, such as uh, BC Bats or something like that. Uh, that way you can get some uh, money off. But if you want to go in there, it's free. Uh, but it's Pickett. Uh, they are not endorsing this at all, but it's where I can I have all my stuff. But they have a segment on there on each game where it has bad beats. And so I just pulled up one game, this exact same game, for the simple fact that this is where I had – I was kind of irritated, right? Two 25-leg same-game parlays. Both were lost by just one thing. So they hit 24 or 25. The first one. Devin Booker needed six assists, and he only got four. And that was plus 18,480. With was, no Chris Paul, and he's been a he's been great as a, as a passer recently. Exactly. That's... Four, and he missed it by two assists. The other one, which is the funniest one to me, it was it was only a plus 7,223. So it was still a big one, but it was, it was half of the other one. Uh, he missed it on one Kevin Durant three-pointer. He hit all 24 yeah. of 25, and Kevin Durant didn't make one three-pointer. And that that one three-pointer was a minus 714. That I'm one sorry, I think Jokic was minus 750 for me. Those are the ones that always get you. It's just – and Dur I mean, those two guys, I'm, I don't know how many threes he took, but I'm sure he took a, a good amount to hit one. Um, yeah, absolutely. That's disgusting. It, it is disgusting. I, I felt bad for these people. It, it stuck out <laughs> to me because it was 24 of 25. It was just – it was sick. Uh, but uh, all right, that's enough of those. Uh, any big, any big cash that you've had lately, or anything that you've seen? So I saw one actually yesterday on Twitter. It was plus. I mean, let me make sure I get the zeros right here. Plus one hundred twenty-eight thousand. <laughs> first basket parlay: Embiid and Michael Porter Jr. is to hit a three-pointer first basket. Um, twenty dollars to win twenty-five thousand. And I was actually watching the wow. Embiid one at a bar and. He jacked, I think it was late in the shot clock, jacks up a three, it hits the back iron back, straight up in the air and falls in um, and ended up winning this guy $25,000. So that was one that was crazy. Um, 
not only when you go to the first basket, but then you add like the method of the basket yes. on top of that. And especially for Embiid, who probably takes three threes a game for him to hit one first was, was crazy. So that was one that made me jealous and seems a lot easier now looking back at it. <laughs> yeah. I had one today. It was nowhere near that. It was a plus three forty three. It wasn't great. Uh, but it was a four hit parlay, uh, for the Yankees. Uh, but I did that literally going to bed before I woke up the next day to see any of my information that, that showed me that that game was going to be a good game to bet on. Uh, for hitting environment. And the reason is because what I do every day is I go look at the baseball matchups and you can go to your ESPN app. It's very simple. This will probably blow your mind. The thinking I go and look up the pitcher. How many innings have they pitched? How many hits have they allowed? And I just think is the hits allowed higher than the actual innings. It's that simple. And if I think they're a, a guy who allows a lot of hits, right? They might be a great, they might be great. They might pitch out of trouble. I don't care. If or if you're gonna allow these guys to get hits, you're you're my guy. So I, I saw that coming. Uh so it was four four Yankees. They all got a hit. Um, and then I also had um Harrison Bader to have a uh, a home run today. That was like plus 480. Uh that hit as well. I almost picked him to be the first home run of the game, but instead I chose Glaber Torres, who has actually been very good. Uh, I think I put like five bucks on it. It was like plus 1,200. So uh, anyway, I lost that one. But all in all, uh, Harrison Bader hit for me or plus 480. Like I said, I I swept the board outside of that $5 Glaber Torres uh, first home run. Is the only thing I missed today. That was so, an early game too, right? That was like 11.30 or something. Yep, I, was, right. I was watching it while I was doing two different field days. I had an early early field day for one, my youngest, and my oldest daughter had the the late field day. Uh, in between there, I went to the bar and had some drinks with my buddy as we watched the Yankees. There you so, go. Uh, all right, let's get into uh, kind of what to play. Anything that you're looking at to hit on, to play on, any any tips, tricks, trends. We're probably going to spend uh majority of our time here because I think these are games that we can look at. Uh, I know you're the soccer, you're the NBA guy. So uh, what are you targeting? And this is just kind of give everybody a little bit of advice. We are so far removed from – what the actual game lines possibly could be because we're doing this once a week, right? We don't have like the day of the morning of the actual game. So player props are going to be hard to hit on. Uh, we're going to have to look for games and actually see the actual game lines, such as, you know, soccer, but also basketball. Uh, but we're not going to dig in as further. If you want us to dig in, we will, but we're going to give those plays out in the discord channel. And so that's going to be the way we give you daily bets uh, so if you want to get free daily bets, just come over and pay your $5 a month and join our um, our insiders program uh, and get in the Discord channel. Uh, and we'll get make sure you get your plays. And we'll, I probably have baseball on at least two plays on baseball almost every day uh, and having that. So, all right, let's go ahead and go to you. Uh, what, what are you looking at to play? So looking at um, going with the soccer theme, um, UEFA Champions League. So that's the biggest competition in Europe for anyone who doesn't follow soccer too closely. So this is the best teams from all the different European leagues around Europe. Um, and you're down to the final four now. So they play Tuesday, Wednesdays. So each team, you play a home and away fixture against each other. Okay. And it's a combined aggregate of the two scores is for whoever moves on to the next round, which would ultimately be the final. So you're down to four teams. You had a game yesterday. You had a game today, and then it will flip. So the game from today, which was Inter Milan, AC Milan, they'll play next Tuesday, the 16th. And that's the one that I'm looking at here. So you had Inter Milan beat AC Milan 2-0. They're going into this leg 2-0 up. 
Um, so looking at the fixture in general, obviously Inter Milan, I think if you watch the game, if you look up the stats, Inter Milan absolutely dominated AC Milan this whole game. Um, AC Milan's very injured. Their best player, Rafael Leao, he's been out with, I believe it's a thigh injury. Um, basically, their only attacking threat that they have. He's out. Doesn't look like he's going to be fit for that next game either. So I say all that to say, though Inter Milan is up 2-0, so you can think at this point they don't have to score anymore. They can just sit back, absorb pressure, win, you know, tie the game, lose the game even, and they'll be fine, move on to the next round if they lose 1-0. I'm actually going to go Inter Milan plus 100 on the money line. So obviously the big thing with soccer is the tie that gets involved. So you have, you know, Inter Milan plus 100. You have the tie plus 230. And then you have the away, which is in this case AC Milan. Though these two teams, if you look into this, they actually play in the same stadium. So whether or not it's home and away doesn't really matter. Besides the fact, I think X amount of fans get tickets depending on who's considered the home team. But they are both playing in their same stadium. Um, so I like Inter Milan plus 100 because I do, I just don't think AC Milan has the firepower to even score against Inter Milan for this either legs. They didn't score today. I don't expect them to score next Tuesday either. And I think you're getting good value for Inter Milan to, you know, get that third goal in the, the aggregate to just kind of, you know, take the pressure off. Once your three goals up, especially in that second leg, I think you can kind of take a deep breath. And I mean, two nil is still a, a doable scoreline to come back from. So I think Inter Milan is really not going to sit back as much as some people would think. And I think you're getting good value at plus 100 because if you actually look at who's going to qualify for the next round, I believe Inter Milan's minus 2,000 right now to qualify for the next round. So obviously no value on that end, which is why I would take them to win the game. I just I don't think AC Milan has the capability to, um, to come back and, and even tie this game. I think Inter Milan gets it done. Looking at the other leg, that's the one that everyone's going to be talking about. If you know, if you're a soccer fan, biggest game of the year, uh, probably the two best teams in the world currently, Real Madrid wow. and Manchester City, um, happen to draw each other in the semifinals. So it really, in my opinion, it's the final. Um, I think whoever wins this game will ultimately go on and win the the whole competition. You had one one in the first leg. Um, I actually like both teams to score in the second leg as well. Second leg, it's going to open up a bit, especially if one team gets a goal. When you have these first legs, you know, you really you're trying to not lose more than you're trying to win because, you know, you have that second leg. So like in the case of AC Milan, once they were down 2-0, they kind of knew like there's no reason to push for an, a, a goal because we don't want to get opened up on the other end. And then, you know, we're chasing a lot more. Yeah. So I think both teams have scored. It's minus 160. So you're taking okay. a bit. Um, but I think these are two of the best attacking teams in the world, um, two of the best attacking players in the world. And. Vinicius Jr. and Erling Holland on two opposite ends. So I think you're getting very good value, even at minus 160 for both teams to score in that second leg. Um, and then kind of moving into the future side of it and kind of how that plays out. Obviously, you need these these teams to win these games and then go into the final. But I think you're getting good value in the outright winner at Manchester City, minus 160. If you think Manchester City is going to take care of Real Madrid because if you take them, if you wait for them to qualify for the final, right. go to the final, you're going to get that. I bet you they're minus 300 um, for the actual final. So at minus 160, if you're thinking they're going to take care of Manchester City or uh, Real Madrid anyways, and you're just going to bet them in the final, I think minus 160 for Manchester City, who in my opinion is the best team in the world, I think it's great value considering 
whether or not they play, uh, you're assuming they're playing Inter Milan, but even if AC Milan somehow did something crazy, I, I think either way, Manchester City is going to be a massive favorite in that that tie. Yeah, dude, I, I like that. I, I actually played that before. Um, I can't remember what sport it was, but somebody brought me onto that. They're like, hey, if you think that they're going to beat this team, I think it was in the it was in the playoffs um, uh, in the NFL. Who won the Super Bowl this year? The Chiefs. Chiefs. I had the Chiefs beating whoever it was in the the AFC. So you took them against the Bengals in the yes, yeah, the AFC yep. Championship game because you knew yeah you get better value yep. that way. That's once you get towards yep. the end of tournaments. I think that's a great way to do it if you're very yep. confident. Rather than basically take the money line twice, you might as well yep. take a, a future essentially and get better value. Like I said, I mean, Manchester City, best team in the world, probably going to win three trophies this year. Um, I think you're getting great value at minus 160. Yeah, dude, that, that I like that. Uh, and 160, yes, it is a lot. Um, is there anything that you would say that you like doing? Uh, because uh, when you have a lot of juice is, you know, what people consider it. Juice is, you know, minus 160. What I consider juice is probably minus 140 and up. Um, is kind of you know gets a little you know expensive because if you think about it like you're you're paying um, you know you're paying a hundred and forty dollars to win a hundred okay mm -hmm. if if that if people want to try to understand that might be novice uh, at this but uh, is there anything that you might would pair with that on a both teams to score to try to bring down that number at all so let me see what it would be if you would do so at that point i would definitely go both teams to score paired with over two and a half is normally what i would do whenever okay. i take a both teams to score um so you're getting minus 114 if you go both teams to score and over two and a half because especially in a second leg like this both teams score you're not wanting to go to extra time at that point so they're going to push for that third goal which should ultimately be the winner to take them to the gotcha. final um, so if you're already taking both teams to score, you only need one more at that point. And at that point, the game's already opened up, I think, at minus 114, these two teams. I think that's great value um, to kind of pair it. I, I, it's weird to say, but I don't see one hitting and not the other. At least, you know, obviously okay. two and a half would hit. Um, there's not going to be a three-nil situation, so you're not worried about the both teams to score there. And then I think one of them would get two in that scenario. And okay. you get minus 114 in that scenario. I like that. I like that. Uh, all right. These aren't our official plays. These are just plays that we're going to just kind of look at and games that we're, we are paying attention to. Um, with baseball, it, it really depends on who's in the lineup um, on, on my end and what I look at. Um, and I look at who is uh, who's the pitcher. And so one game I'm targeting, and I know I talked about this uh, earlier, but this is a 6 o'clock uh, local game, um, uh, local time. Uh, and so it's a raise against the Yankees. And so it is uh, Drew Rasmussen against, is it, I know it's Jermaine, but Domingo Jermaine. Um, I, I just, I think, I think Rasmussen is a, a great pitcher. And I think that the money line is minus 125 for the raise. And so I trust Rasmussen a lot more. And that's really what it all comes down to. I, I think the bats are pretty even. I think the Rays are a much better team. And so if I had to back anything, I would probably lean on the Tampa Bay uh, Rays. The only issue is, is I want to see the lineups before they come out. And so when you're so when you're listening to this or you're watching this, first of all, thank you. But second of all, you need to wait a little bit in baseball. You might lose a little bit of juice if you have some knowledge of the teams at all and you feel good that there's not a lot of injuries. You know how the rotations go where nobody's getting an off day 
on a random Thursday, then go for it. Put in minus 125. That's fine. You might have to end up paying minus 130, minus 135 if you wait too long because somebody could be out of the Yankees lineup or somebody could be out of the Rays lineup and it could come back the other way. But I like the pitching matchup. I would probably play it no matter what. Uh, and so that's the main thing that I'm looking at. The other thing I'm looking at is a game six in Miami. And I don't know if you know this or not, Chase, but have you ever been in the Florida area, maybe Miami, and the weather just feels so good, so nice? I have actually stayed basically right on top of their arena, whatever it's called now, in a, like a high rise up there. So I've okay. definitely, definitely experienced it. It's something different. So if you ever like, you know, if you were a, you know, you played, you know, obviously college soccer. So you're there and you're like, you know what? I know it's an indoor soccer game today, but the weather outside was so nice that it kind of affects my mood. Is that is, maybe does 100%. that happen? Definitely. <laughs> Dude, did you hear uh, on ESPN that um, uh, Greenberg was saying that yeah. <laughs> that's why the Knicks aren't playing so well because of the weather? I mean, he kind of got his point proven tonight, I guess. They won the game, so maybe he's on Come on. (laughs) I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. Air conditioning is air conditioning no matter where you go. Yeah, now, don't get me wrong. They might be enjoying the nightlife. Now, if you want to talk about the nightlife, I I am all on board. In the playoffs, I would hope that that's not the case. Exactly. You never know. That was a crazy take. It's a bit harder Um, walking from the bus to the arena. Yeah, it's it's nuts. But uh, the game I'm watching is going to be uh, it was the, tonight's game that just uh, ended for us. Uh, it would be the last night for all of you that are listening. Um, and so the next game, which will be game six, uh, it'll be back in Miami where the weather is beautiful again. Uh, and it'll be it'll be a game where Jimmy Butler takes over. The line is minus four and a half. I'm going to personally play that no matter what. Um, I don't trust the Knicks. And I'm going to 100% play the the Miami Heat minus four and a half. I know that that line, that four and a half number can be a little weird. Uh, but I also think that late in the game, I, I think that there's a way that they're going, especially the it's a game that ends your season. They're going to foul to try to see if they get back into it. And I think a five point is nothing crazy to get away from. Uh, I think it's either going to be a one shot game or it's going to be like a, an eight or 10 point win. Uh, that's just how that's going to go. Yeah, I'm not concerned about the heat at all in this scenario. I mean, Jimmy Butler, he had 19 tonight. He almost took the night off, obviously nursing that ankle. <laughs> and I think, I mean, he's right. someone, he's a psychopath. And I I trust him more than probably anyone currently in the playoffs when it comes to this, minus four. I don't think the Knicks are such a, I mean, their three-point shooting is so bad yeah. that just right there, it's just I would stay away. Um, I think Miami – Again, they like the Miami weather down there, so those guys may, may play better in it um, just as much as the Knicks play bad. So I definitely like that minus four for Miami as well. All right, anything else that you're watching? Because I know we're looking across the board and we're kind of looking at games a little far in the distance. Anything you're looking at to target? Um, Not game-wise, no. Just kind of waiting to see what happens, like we said, with these this Golden State game um, before kind of going any further um in terms of like a you know i don't like if you're just looking at some nba futures you know to win the western conference you're getting the nuggets at plus 110 golden state at plus 750 um wow. if, I mean, if you like golden state uh, obviously if, if they win tonight that's going to drop a bit you would assume yeah but if you like golden state to win the series against the lakers um i think take a flyer at plus 750 is is definitely worth something um how they deal with Jokic would would be a whole 
whole nother discussion if you're comfortable with that. But just any I just pulled this up and saw the Warriors at plus 750. So I That's thought that big. would be at least something to mention. Um, and then Phoenix is plus 650 if you think they can come back against the Nuggets, which I don't think they can. So yeah. I'll stay away from that. Yeah, no, I, that, that and also Sunday baseball, if you are a novice at all in betting, stay away from Sunday afternoon baseball because usually Sunday is the the changeover day. Uh, they play a lot of games in the afternoon for the simple fact uh, that they want to change over and get people on the on the uh, the airplane so they can get to their next game. And so usually Sunday is always the last game of any series. Uh, and so with that being said is a lot of times Sunday is also an off day. Uh, Sundays can be really weird. Day games can be really weird. Um, and that's something that I would, I would pay attention to if you are uh, betting on baseball. Look and see the, the split stats on certain people that play either day games or night games. And I think you'll be surprised about how, how well people hit, but also pitch. Uh, for the simple fact that when you're throwing in the, in the daytime, when you throw the baseball, and it's coming in from a pitcher, it, it, in the daytime, it looks black. It's coming in because it's dark, whatever. Uh, but at nighttime, it's super bright. And so a lot of people play better at night because it is under the lights. Or it could be, you know, if it's a day game, that's fine. If it's in a dome, right, because it's still under lights. So that's something that people don't really pay attention to. They're just thinking, oh, they're a good hitter. They're going to hit all the time. No, sometimes the daytime and matters, the right, righty or lefty matters. So there's so much with baseball, but that's kind of stuff that uh, I look at mainly to find uh, where's the edge at. Um, and we always use props.cash. Um, if you need um, you know, to look for any kind of research tool, props.cash uh, props does a really good job of actually uh, allowing you to dig in a little bit more of any sport. And so I know you use it as well, Chase. And so uh, I think it's a, I think it's a app that a lot of people would really enjoy. Once you get in there, you got to pay a little bit for it. But once you get in there, I think you'll enjoy it. Definitely beneficial on the NBA side once I started diving into it with that, with those props. So definitely. Yeah. All right. Last thing is uh, the official plays. And so uh, I know you have a play and I have one play. If you have anything else, go ahead and uh, feel free. Uh, but we'll go ahead and wrap up the show and we'll kind of close the show out with our official plays. Uh, that way we can kind of let you, you know, send you off on a good note. Uh, we'll we'll probably keep track of these so we can make sure how well we're actually doing or how terrible we're doing. But we'll give one tonight that I have. Uh, give what you got. So I have the Denver Nuggets tomorrow in Phoenix plus three. Uh, I think go very simple there. The home team's been dominant so far in this series. They've covered in every game so far up to this point. Um, I just think Denver's a lot better, I think. And it looks like Aiton's on the injury report now, so – that could be a cop-out for how soft he's been playing recently, or that may be the reason why. Obviously, Chris Paul still being out as well. I just think Denver is a much more complete team. You, The Suns have just been the sheer brilliance of Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. And regardless of how good these guys are, I think there is a cooling-off period. Um, you saw that last game. I mean, again, they can both score you know, 40 points. You've you, you got to make up another 40 points somewhere. Right. And I just don't trust the Suns to do that. I think the the Nuggets are a well-oiled machine. I think Jokic is just at a different level, even than we saw in the regular season currently. Um, he's just doing whatever he wants. Michael Porter Jr. seems to be playing a lot better as of late. Jamal, Bur Jamal Murray's been streaky, but he's a big game player, so I expect him to, to step up to the play here as well. So, again, I know they're the away team, and we haven't seen an away team cover in this series so far, <laughs> but I'm very comfortable in Denver plus three as my official play. 
All right, so a lot of people say that if you're betting on a team to cover, especially on you know a plus plus number, most of the time they end up just winning the game outright. So would you any advice? You would say uh, the number is minus one ten for plus three, and I believe the money line for that is uh, minus one twenty five for the Nuggets to win the game. Um, any reason you'd want to play the money line instead? I would probably. I'd honestly probably would and will take the money line at plus one twenty five. Um, I, I don't, yeah, I don't see it being a scenario where the Suns win by two or whatever. I, I, I do think that I'm comfortable with the plus 126 or plus 125, whatever it may yeah. be. Um, definitely. Okay. I like it. Uh, all right. My play is going to be a play that's hit four out of five games this series. And that's what I look for. I look for trends. I'm a big trends guy. I think that trends are, what like me as a player, well, that's what I thought about is how you play against a certain player, against a certain team, against a certain pitcher, against a certain uh, different style of defense, if it's the NBA. Um, and I always go look at trends of how they're hitting this number. Well, Jalen Brunson has hit over four and a half rebounds in four of five games this series. I'm going to keep playing it. And it's plus 120. Uh, the odds aren't out because uh, the game just happened. And so as soon as that game, as soon as that line comes out, it's been plus money every single game. And I'm going to keep playing it every single game until they lose the next game. Like I said, they were going to lose. Uh, and so that'll be the last time. And I hope it hits five out of six games. And so uh, Jalen Brunson has been an animal in that. And he's really been the, the only consistent player. And that's the other thing I look at when I'm looking at players is I'm looking at consistency. Like, are they going to be a consistent player that I can, that I can kind of read because if you look at a guy like Julius Randle, dude, he's so inconsistent that he could go off just like James Harden. Okay. Same thing you were saying earlier, James Harden can go off for 40 or he could go off for 14. Like there's no in between for him. Um, and so that's the kind of players I'm really, that usually scared me, but also a lot of times what I'll do, like I did tonight uh, with Julius Randle, I'll just go under and just keep hammering the, the biggest number he has and going under on that for the simple fact that most of the time he's going to go on the under. It's just that number, honestly, is a little scary because you know he can hit it. He just doesn't do it consistently. But uh, I'm going to go Jalen Brunson again. Um, he missed it the last game, uh, but this uh, this Wednesday night game, uh, he definitely hit it again. I don't even know what the number what he ended on. Um, he you know ended he with nine. And with Brunson, <laughs> one thing you're getting with Brunson, too, and any Tibbs players is he played 48 minutes, so he played the whole game. Wow. Um, so right there, you're getting great. I mean, just the fact that he's on the court more than than anyone yeah. else, um, you're getting great value from that perspective too. And I've always noticed that with Knicks players, I think it's the Knicks, and then when Nick Nurse was in Toronto, Toronto, yeah. Any guys who play for those those coaches who play them forty plus minutes a game or whatever, maybe I think you're getting a lot better value than you even think. Because I've been on the other side of that where I bet Warrior players, and I've seen Steve Curtis. Mm -hmm do weird stuff where right. they'll just sit guys for extended periods of time. And it's very frustrating. So I think you're that angle of it as well makes it even better. Yeah. Um, and more, confident. I think Emmanuel quickly has been hurt, right? Yeah. He has a sprained ankle. I don't expect him to be back. Yeah. So that's another reason like they're going to have to play him. I, I'm guessing that if he went off for nine, unfortunately, like I want him to just stop, like just stop on five, like don't yeah. go any higher. <laughs> uh, but him going off for nine probably kills my plus money, but, uh, we'll update that. Um, if you're going to be in the Discord, you're going to hang out with us anyway. But I'll update that. Whenever that comes out, uh, I'll make sure I put that number up. Um, usually, I don't hit it right away. 
Uh, and that's one thing to kind of pay, pay attention to. If you have a couple days, especially in between these series, they're going to put out the like the the odds books. They want to have money on both sides. They're, they're going to put out a little bit higher early because they know that they're wanting to go the other direction. They want to they want to give you better odds. But when they first put it out, especially in these NBA playoffs, they're they're being careful right away. They don't want to give you the best possible odds right away because if they do that, they're afraid it might get hit on the wrong side and they might not be able to recover their money. So they're looking to give you some worse odds. People will then take it initially and then they'll keep creeping the odds back to you so they can get on both sides. Uh, and eventually that's why the minus 110 is usually the best number. Uh, because even though if somebody hits it on minus 110 below four and a half, minus 110 above four and a half, either way, Vegas collects money if he mm -hmm. ends up on five or two. Uh, and so that's kind of something to pay attention to. So be careful about going out and hitting the, hitting the number right away, especially if it's a, if it's a bet that you you're tracking, like wait and let the, let the lines come back to you a little bit. Um, but the day of, yeah, if it, if it's within five hours of the game, that's the best you're getting. They're only going to get yeah. worse. So don't, don't wait around too long. All right. Anything else you have? Uh, we've kind of hit 45 minutes, so I kind of want to get out of here, but anything else you have? Oh uh, no, that's honestly it. I'm. I see the golden. The Warriors are up by four right now, middle of the second quarter. So that's that's kind of just looking how that goes. But nothing, nothing for me. Um, I think I think we hit a good, good spread of bets and sports, and I think that's that's definitely a good start there. All right, last thing before we get out of here, I want you to predict because the next time we record, it'll be the next. It'll be next Wednesday. All these series will be done. Give me the four teams that are going to be competing in the conference championship. Give me the Nuggets against the Warriors and give me Boston against Miami. Okay. So I've got yep. two teams currently down coming back. Yep. So I'm going to, I'm going to just go straight across the board. I don't think the Warriors can come back from three, one. Uh, so I'm going to go with Lakers. Unfortunately, I hate the Lakers uh, Lakers against the Nuggets. I think Nuggets are the better team. Uh, as you talked about earlier, um, I think they win game six. Um, and I think the 76ers are going to do away with Boston because I think that Joel Embiid or Harden can get hot. And I think there's something going on with Jalen Brown uh, still in Boston. And I think that I can't trust uh, their coach. Um, and so that's another thing that I'm, I'm, I'm being careful of is like a first year coach now like that, that makes me nervous. So I'm going to go with uh, Philadelphia against Miami. And what the funny thing about that is, I think Miami can beat the 76ers. I just think that they can somehow, bam, can figure out enough of giving enough problems uh, to Joel Embiid to be able to win that series. That would be crazy to me, but if, if that happens. I, losing I, your first playing game, I think they were down 10 to who they play in the second game, Atlanta or yeah, Atlanta? Yeah, it, it was Atlanta, yeah. They were down 10 in that game, and God, I mean, Jimmy Butler, if he pulls this off, that, that's an all-timer. <laughs> Yep, it is. Uh, all right, well, this is an all-time episode. Uh, it was our first episode. It, it's been fun, uh, and so we're going to make sure we have a lot of fun with you as we keep doing this, uh, but make sure you tune in. Uh, each and every Thursday, we're going to have this coming out to everybody, uh, and so uh, make sure you tell everybody, tell your friends, uh, but we'll be under the Bluff City Media YouTube page as well under Bluff City, uh, Bluff City Bets, uh, wherever you can listen to podcasts. But that's all we have. Have a good night. Let's win some money. Thank you for listening to Bluff City Bets. If you enjoyed this episode, leave a rating and a review wherever you download your podcasts. Also, 
Like and subscribe to Bluff City Media's YouTube page. For comprehensive coverage of all things Memphis sports, head over to www.bluffcitymedia.co and find out how you can become an insider. We will see you back here next week.